Welcome to the second episode of the 48 Laws of Power Audible series. This episode is sponsored by Audible, and you can get the audiobook for 48 Laws of Power for absolutely free by going to audibletrial.com flex or hitting the link in the description. Now, law number two is never put too much trust in friends. Learn how to use enemies. One of my personal favorite laws in the book, and um, I'll share some of my experiences and my perspective, but I want to quickly paraphrase Uh, Or actually, I'm just going to read what the opening statements are. Be wary of friends. They will betray you more quickly, for they are easily aroused to envy. They also become spoiled and tyrannical. But hire a former enemy, and he will be more loyal than a friend, because he has more to prove. In fact, you have more to fear from friends than enemies. If you have no enemies, find a way to make them. You know, it is interesting. Be wary of friends. They will betray you more quickly, for they are easily aroused to envy. Now, the envy thing, I think I've made plenty of episodes on this. I've talked about this many times. You know, your friends becoming envious and people around you becoming envious. It's human nature, but the negative aspect of envy comes from when you don't want someone to have what they have. So the majority of people feel envy in a way that they want to have something that the other person has. But the negative aspect is you not wanting the person to have what they have. And again, that goes back to the hierarchy thing, because if someone has something that you want, they're considered above you in the hierarchy in your metric system, and then you don't want them to have what they have so that you can equalize the playing field, you can be treated as an equal, you don't feel inferior to them. So moving on, one of the examples cited in the chapter is about Michael from the Byzantine Empire, Michael III. Michael was young and inexperienced when he needed to elect a chief counselor. He chose his close friend over his uncle who was more qualified for the job. So quick story of how Michael met the close friend that he elected. They met a few years ago at the stables where Basilius saved Michael's life from a wild horse. So Michael felt indebted. He rewarded him with gifts, favors, money. Over time they became friends and Basilius rose from a crude peasant to a cultured and sophisticated courtier. So right there, I mean, you know, the association with Michael helped Basilius rise up the ranks, you know, become cultured, make connections. And that's something super important to factor in when you make friends and you're in a position where you have a lot of connections. I know I've definitely had to experience this recently uh, doing the podcast, meeting a lot of people, having these connections and knowing people that, you know, maybe I haven't put on the gram or maybe I haven't publicized uh, as much, but it's stuff like that, you know, when you tell people around you or tell the close friends that you have, you can create a dynamic of envy in a way, but it also sparks the idea of how can I use this to my advantage? And that quickly turns into how can I keep this person close to me so that I can have that as a resource to use to my advantage? Now, I have nothing against the self-centered approach. I think as human beings, we're all, we all tend to be self-centered. But in this case, you know, it, be- it, it becomes very visible, especially if you're a person that's observant and receptive to information. Things like that become very visible and it clouds the relationship or the friendship that you had with that person, which is exactly what happened in Michael's case. So he elected Basilius as his chief counselor and uh, a few years down the line, Michael started running out of money. Basilius had made a lot of connections. He was now the head of army. He had wealth and power and he refused to help Michael, which was surprising, right? Because you would assume he saved his life, they became friends, Michael helped Basilius get to a certain level in power, money, wealth, connections, etc., and then he refuses to help Michael. Now, that happens because 
when the friend is constantly envious, he's constantly under you for many years, you know, they're secretly plotting. They're like, okay, I'm going to keep this dude around. I'm going to keep acquiring information, keep building my own connections. And once they reach a certain level of power, once they get a certain amount of money and they feel like they've had enough and, you know, you do something because it's a natural tendency when you subconsciously put yourself above someone because of what you have or how you look even, which is another conversation, you tend to treat them that way in a subconscious manner that may not be visible to you. They have patience in that regard and they take years and years of envy and they fuel themselves and once they get to a certain level, they quite literally cut your head off, which is what happened with Basilius and Michael. Basilius cut Michael's head off, took over the city and uh, rode a horse through the street with his head in the back. So that's one example in the book and now I kind of want to provide my own perspective in terms of how to avoid that situation from occurring. In my opinion, I think having good observational skills is one of the ways to avoid this from occurring and not really putting too much trust in people. And that's something, you know, a specific kinds of people struggle with. And I know I've been in that situation where you're kind of vulnerable. You may not have as many friends as you'd like. Maybe you're not popular. Maybe your confidence is low, whatever it may be. You know, you don't want to put too much trust in people. You don't want to meet someone that gives you a little bit of attention get emotionally attached because now you're getting happiness and now you're quote-unquote feeling support from them and then you start telling them your plans you start giving them all the information and that's kind of a subtle way to do things i think a lot of us make the mistake by setting these hierarchies you know when you have money and you have people around you and you forget that they're around you because you have money you think they're around you because they like you and they convince you that they like you and they convince you that they're around you because they like you and they want to be around you but that's not the case. They, you know, oftentimes people are around you because they want something from you or they want something that you have. And that's, again, that's deep-rooted envy. Now, if you're an observational person and you have a heightened level of awareness in that regard, you're going to see certain actions. You're going to notice certain things. And those are going to put you off. I know I've certainly felt this with a lot of quote-unquote close friends that I thought I had. And, um, you know, subtle actions, certain things that they did, certain things that they couldn't hold within themselves. Because keep in mind, everyone's human. No matter how good you are at acting, no matter how good you are at hiding your envy or your true intent, it does come out in subconscious ways. And that's why it comes back to the observational thing. If you're a person that's observational, you're going to notice those subtleties and you're going to frame the narrative and you're not going to put too much trust in them. And you're going to eventually disconnect and start to fade off. And once those people start to feel that you're disconnecting, you're pushing back a little bit, you know, depending on the situation, they may ramp it up. They might, may try to convince you that they really care about you. They may even go as far as, you know, doing something for you or doing favors for you, providing money or funding one of your projects. It could be anything to keep you within that magnetic pull, keep you within that magnetic range, rather, so that they could use you in the future, so that they could benefit off of you. And they could capitalize off of you. And once they do, once that point occurs, which again, I have felt to a certain extent. And once people feel like they've had enough, you know, they felt inferior for many years and they feel prepared to attack you, they're going to come out of nowhere and you're not going to anticipate it, which is exactly what happened. You're, you might find yourself in a situation where you need their help for once and they take advantage of that. They take advantage of that. So essentially, law two is never put too much trust in friends. Now, the second part of this is learn how to use enemies. Now, a couple of takeaways the author Robert Greene offers in this chapter are uh, keeping friends for friendship, but working with the skilled and competent, meaning, you know, you want to have friends 
that are for friendship. You don't want to mix friendship and business. And we've heard this many times before. You know, hiring a friend is often not the move. It seems like a fun idea, especially if you're close friends and you have good memories, good times together. But that's something to consider as well, you know. You know, we, we tend to say things that make other people feel happy because we don't want to create a negative dynamic. We don't want to make someone upset. We don't want to create unnecessary conflict. And so everyone's nice to each other. They say nice things. And so because you don't truly know your friends in that regard, if someone says things around you or they act a certain way around you just so they're accepted by you, just so you like them and just so they're pleasant to be around, that's perfectly fine for friendship. But if you want to hire them or if you want to go into business with them, that's where the problem lies because now you're basing their personality off of how they project themselves to be in front of you. But deep down, they could be a completely different person with different values and they may even like different things. They may not even have a knack for things you like, but they pretend to do it because they're around you and they want to be friendly. And that's something to consider and it's beautifully highlighted in the book 48 Laws of Power. Again, you can get it for absolutely free by hitting the link in the description. Now hiring someone, especially hiring a friend for a job or a task, knowing that you could find someone better, but you still chose your friend, makes them feel resentful. Now I would have never thought that, you know, before I read the book and I read the example, I would have assumed, well, hiring a friend would make them happy that, hey man, you're getting me an opportunity. But as a human being, you know, put myself in that situation. If, if a friend of mine hires me, I will feel inferior in a way because I'm being hired. That means you're doing me a favor because we're friends. And so I do see that point now, you know, it builds resentment. And, re and again, later on, that resentment and that envy comes out. And when it comes out, it's unexpected. This is what happened with Michael and Basilius. You know, Michael did all these things for Basilius. He would have never expected someone who he considered a close friend, who he essentially whose life he changed to backstab him, literally cut his head off and ride through the streets of his kingdom with his head in the back of a horse. I think the modern day interpretation and application of this isn't far-fetched from how it's described referring to events from back in the day. So I still consider these principles to stand true. And again, you know, and I would recommend you grab the audiobook if you want. Again, audibletrial.com slash flex will get you this audiobook for absolutely free. You can literally cancel your membership. And look, Audible doesn't want me to say this. They don't put this in the script. It's not in the contract. But I will say this because I know they're not going to reach this far in the episode. Now, obviously, they don't want me to promote this, but I had a conversation with my manager that's kind of maintaining the partnership that I can mention it because it's in the fine print. It's in the policy. So again, you can cancel anytime you want. Keep the audiobook. It's a win-win situation. I highly recommend you get this book. Uh, the second part of this is going to be how to use your enemies because they're, they essentially make better employees, better colleagues, better people to work around. And uh, I'm super excited to record that for you. I just didn't want to put it in this episode. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Again, audibletrial.com slash flex where you can get the free audiobook. And I'll see you in the next one.